heard the rest. Now here's the best. Stay tuned, sports podcast. And hello there, all you stay tuners. Welcome back to another episode of Stay Tuned Sports. It's your good friend Jimbo here. For the first time, recording in the Stay Tuned Sports studios. So it might sound a little, a little funky till I figure it all out. Um, but you know, I, I've I've uh, hinted at this for quite some time now. Um, I actually was trying to do a um, live video on Saturday for the uh, Eagles Dallas Cowboys finale uh, season finale, but unfortunately ran into some computer technical problems that I just could not figure out. So um, that's the next thing that I, I will be working on is. Uh, Live videos, um, definitely some some interesting stuff in the the pipeline, as as they would say it um, here. So, but uh, lots to talk about. We got the NFL playoffs starting this weekend. Excuse me. Um, as well as uh, last Friday was the first uh, race for the Chase uh, Championship for the Stay Tuned Sports Podcast Truck Series, and. Uh, Bring a hot minute take back with a little course of wins talk. Um, but before we get into all that, make sure you head over to staytunesports.net for all of our um, social media accounts, which is on the right hand side. They just click, takes you right to the pages to uh, follow, share, like, subscribe. Merch tabs up top there. I'm going to hopefully within the next month or two, you know, get some stuff added to that. Uh, maybe some coffee mugs or glasses or something like that. Something smaller. Um, also, head over to www.buymeacoffee.com slash stsports. Just another way to uh, show your support towards the, the show. And like I say every time, the more support we get, better giveaways I could do. Maybe I'll um, do some type of giveaway for Super Bowl weekend. So we got about a month to uh, come up with some ideas. And next week, I may have a guest on. Um, still working out the the kinks to make sure we, uh, me and this person, um, can record together at the same time. So, this past Friday, Stay Tuned Sports Truck Podcast Truck Series, uh, came back after the holiday break for Christmas and New Year's Day, and even before the green flag was dropped, there was already drama involved. Going into, if you guys listened to the show last week, um, I talked a little bit, like a, a preview to the the race and the, and the upcoming chase. Gave my three racers to watch for the, the chase instead of doing it for the weekly. And I said about how Matt Cherry, this, who drives the State Tune Sports truck, uh, did not make the cut. Missed it just, just that, you know, by points. Uh, came in 11th place and was not going to be eligible for the chase. Well... Couple hours before the um, green flag got dropped, came out that Jeff Price, who was I believe in fourth or fifth uh, spot, had surgery done to his hand, and unfortunately was not able to compete in the chase. Which means Matt Cherry now is eligible to be going for the championship. And what way to kick off the championship? And by winning it, 
That's right, our very own Matt Cherry, stay tuned sports truck driver, ended up winning the Daytona race. Um, overall, the race was awesome, very competitive. I would say out of the top like 10 or 15 um, trucks, there was always some type of battle. Um, as far as like any type of penalties or, or drama or anything like that, all happened on pit road. <laughs> A lot of speeding penalties. Um, a couple trucks were missing their uh, pit boxes, and some of them pretty bad, um, almost kind of comical in a way. Um, I guess it's easy for me to say that since I don't do it just yet. Uh, that's kind of one of my next things to to get involved with is get involved with i racing and actually do it myself. Um, but first caution didn't really didn't happen until 23 laps left in the race and i believe they were running uh, 100 laps so i mean that's that's a very clean race and you know pretty much on par with how they've been all season long you know only averaging about three four cautions a a, uh, a race um as far as the drama on the track those last 23 laps uh matt cherry was up there top three top four and as they were coming around, I believe with uh, the last lap in turns one and two, major wreck happened with the, the second and third place car. When it happened, Matt Cherry was in first place, which pretty much sealed the deal for Matt Cherry to win it. Um, I think it was Jason Gracias and uh, John Conazero. I think it was Conazero. Um, were the ones that actually wrecked, which also helped Matt Cherry because Jason Gracias was number one in points and Conazero, I believe, was number three in points. Um, so where where do my three racers to watch that I picked last week, where do they all stand? Well, like I said, Jason Gracias with the um, with the wreck, he ended up finished ninth. Only dropped one spot. He, so he's in second in, in the chase in points. Uh, Philip Scott finished 19th after running up top five most of the race. And then John Canazero finished fourth. He bumped up and took over Jason Gracias' uh, spot for the, the lead in points. So actually, I, I kind of want to think maybe it was Philip Scott maybe uh, spun out with Gracias, but. Um, as far as Matt Cherry, though, who came in as a number 10 um, truck in points, is now up to, uh, I think, fourth. So he had a huge jump in points, which is big because I think this next race is the first cutoff race. And... They, I, how they did it last season, I believe, was the first cutoff was, was you know, ninth and tenth. If you know, if whoever was in ninth and tenth um, did not move on to the next round, well, he's pretty secure there as long as he has a, a good outing um, this coming week. Uh, this this coming week and Friday night, nine p.m. over on YouTube, Three Y TV. Uh, so, you know, what a way to kick it off. Coming back from the break, Matt Cherry winning Daytona. Um, I'm not sure 
where they're at uh, this coming weekend. But either way, it's it's going to be a, a fun race to watch. Uh, make sure you guys tune in Friday night, 9 p.m. over on YouTube, 3Y TV. Make sure you guys subscribe to them. Um, they have like a little uh, member thing too that you could join, and there's some perks to it that you know if you join. So make sure you guys head over to them, subscribe to them. <laughs> Obviously, with uh, the NFL season ending last weekend, Monday, well, usually Mondays, um, but the, the coaching firings started actually on Sunday. Uh, I believe what they call up Black Black Monday or Red Monday, whenever it comes time for the, the coaches to be fired. And I, I, I should have did a story um, or give my takes last week about who potentially could be looking to get fired. Now, I know in the beginning of the season, I, I did one, you know, what coaches are on the hot seat and, you know, which ones should survive. And for the most part, the ones that did get fired were on my list in the beginning of the season. Um, just to kind of run down it. Uh, Brock, Broncos Vic Fangino uh, was fired after three seasons. Had a feeling that was happening. Uh, and, you know, he really didn't get a, a, a fair shake here, I think. Um, since he's been there, you know, they, they were always looking for that answer at quarterback. Drew Locke isn't the answer. Teddy Bridgewater, to be honest, I thought maybe was the answer, but he's not the answer. And John Elway, you know, I, I think he was there for a first season with Vic and Elway was obviously a legend at quarterback, just not that great as a GM. And so this whole time, I, I think Fangino, Fangio was uh, playing behind the eight ball. You know, always had some good defenses, but just never could get that quarterback situation figured out. Um, Bears, Matt Nagy, finally fired. Uh, probably about a season or two too late. Um, which is kind of funny because just three years ago, he was the NFL coach of the year with Chicago and reached the playoffs that season. Since then, they went 8-8 eight and eight both seasons and didn't make the, the postseason. Um... Very interesting because coming out of Kansas City, he was very, very, uh, uh, very sorry, I couldn't speak. Um, sought after because he was, you know, a very intelligent offense coordinator, but just could not, same thing, get the quarterback situation figured out. You had Nick Foles in there, you had Justin Fields, Andy Dalton, um, Trubisky was there until they finally traded him away, and just couldn't do it. I mean, they had the receivers, they had the running backs. But fortunately, his time came. Uh, Mike Zimmer, this one's a good call, I, I, I think. You know, he's been there with the with the Vikings for eight seasons, um, made three trips to the postseasons, losing one of those seasons to uh, to Philly in the NFC Championship game. Um, but just giving out big contracts, especially to Kirk Cousins, who. He's a starting quarterback in the NFL, but the contract he signed, I don't believe he ever lived up to that contract. 
And you know, after eight seasons, only making the playoffs three, you know, three seasons, not really showing anything else other than that. You know, I, I think the Vikings gave him more than enough time to to turn this thing around and you know make that team competitive. Uh, Giants head coach Joe Judge fired. You know, I was talking to our good buddy King, who's a obviously a Giants fan. And, you know, he said about three weeks ago, it came out that they were going to keep Joe Judge and, and the staff. And since then, like, I haven't really watched any Giants games other than um, the one, you know, the day after Christmas. King felt like he, he coached himself out of a job. And this past weekend, I think, put the nail in the coffin when he did a quarterback sneak, third and nine, in the third quarter on your own five-yard line. Like, that just was not smart. I, I question, really, honestly, if he was trying to get fired and figured this is the best way to show, listen, I want out of here. So, in the two seasons uh, two seasons that he coached there, he went 10-23. I just hope that whoever comes in, whatever coach comes in, gives Daniel Jones a chance. I still think he could be a good quarterback if you get the right pieces around him. I don't know if Shaquan Barkley is going to be there. Um, you know, he's, he's another one, another talented running back, just always hurt. He's a Christian McCaffrey, always hurt. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so, as far as the NFC East teams you know philly dallas and washington obviously we don't like this um firing because it was almost a, a guaranteed win when you played the giants with a, a, a joe judge led team and in his last uh firing i was actually very surprised about was uh miami dolphins brian uh brian flores now when i was looking up you know the, all the coaches yesterday and um, seeing what they all exactly did over those, over that period of time, you know, Flores was with the Dolphins for three seasons. Never reached the postseason, okay, but he did have two winning season, seasons with them. Now, I don't like teams that give up on coaches so quickly and three seasons I don't believe is enough time to show you know are you the guy to lead this team you know he had the same problem as these other coaches could not figure out the quarterback situation and I think until this year that was the issue and I still think Tua may be the answer to Miami's problems. Um, yeah, they start at one and seven, but they also finished the season seven and one. And I thought that that seven and one run with Tua playing a lot better um, would have bought him a year. Because if you look at the, their team, they don't have any run backs. Their their best running back had six hundred yards rushing. Wide receiver-wise, if you take Waddle away, the rookie, 
even though Devontae Parker is a big name, really didn't do that much this year. So, you know, this would have been a perfect offseason to, to get a, a solid running back or draft a running back and get a good number two guy to complement Waddle. I mean, you know, you look at Philly, Devontae Smith obviously had a, a, a very good rookie season. And, you know, Dallas Goddard obviously is helping that offense, maybe taking a little bit of the pressure off of off of Smith. You know, you, you, you need a, a quality number two guy, whether it's tight end or a receiver, to help your star receiver out. And I just don't think Miami did that this year. And I, I just don't think it was fair to Flores. Now, like I said, in three seasons, Flores basically was 500 with a bunch of average players. And in a division that the Patriots are not as bad as we thought they were, definitely needed some help there. And that's where the Dolphins were just a fish out of water. Up next, we have our hot minute take. And this week, my take uh, I'm going to kind of give kind of stems from an NFL meme I saw uh, during the week. And the meme said, Carson, all Carson Wentz is, is Baker Mayfield without the commercials. It got me thinking. Is he? Is he possibly, you know, Baker Mayfield? If you look at the their careers, Baker Mayfield and Carson Wentz, every stat, every um, situation they've been in are pretty much identical. The only difference is Carson was on a, a Super Bowl team, 2017. Baker Mayfield has had the, the big names, Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry, all that stuff. But yet, if you look at you know the stats and, and um, things like that, they're, they're identical. Both average about 3,500 yards a year. Both have basically the same touchdowns you know per year. Baker throws a little bit more INTs. But as far as game-winning touchdowns or drives, they're both the same. And one kid is making $100 million dollars while another is going to be out of a job next year. Well, maybe Carson too, because Frank Wright wouldn't give the okay. He's the starter. So that is my take on if Carson is Baker Mayfield or is Baker Mayfield Carson Wentz. So we will be right back after this break from our sponsors. Today's episode is brought to you by Pear. If you have a business, you need a website. What's the best way to get a website up and running? Choose a website hosting company that makes it simple, like Pear Networks. Pear has over 20 years of experience managing the entire digital ecosystem for thousands of online businesses all around the world. 
Pair makes it easy for you with do-it-yourself website building tools and features, including simple drag-and-drop page design. And they have guaranteed U.S.-based support technicians ready to help you whenever you need it, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Right now, when you sign up with Pair Networks, you'll receive one free month of web hosting. See for yourself how easy it is to build your own free website. Visit pair.com free to get your first month of website hosting for free by using the code QUICKSTART. That's pair.com free, promo code QUICKSTART to get started today. your blue picks of the week brought to you by skunk duck studios the best ducking designs on the web and that's right so we're back giving our um season finale regular seasons i i, I guess i should say regular season finale um update from this uh, last weekend and then i'm gonna actually give our wild card blue picks for this upcoming weekend's games so obviously, um, week eighteen, I had a good see, a good week. Went three and zero. Even though I think one of them, maybe two of them, were closer than I expected. Uh, for my blowout pick last week, I had the Bills over the Jets. Oops, excuse me. Um, Jets only put up ten. Basically, they came back to reality. You know, they they came close to beating Tampa Bay and Tom Brady, but. The Bills blew them out 27 to 10, I believe it was. And I think the Bills were spotting them 16. Um, my lock, I took Tennessee over to Texans. It was a lot closer than expected. I think it was a three-point game. In my defense, I was expecting Derrick Henry to be back, and he didn't play. Um, was not... I, I don't believe they activated him from the IR. Um, so he didn't play this past weekend. And then my underdog pick, I had the Steelers over Baltimore. Steelers upset at Baltimore, um, took it to overtime, but they pulled it out. And the only question I have about Baltimore now is, has the league caught up to Baltimore just like a few seasons ago, the league catching up to the Rams? You know, Lamar Jackson and that, you know, when you can't beat a 950-year-old Ben Roethlisberger and it takes you to overtime to do, try to do it, there might some be, there might be some problems with your team here. So uh, this coming week, uh, wild card weekend, game Saturday, Sunday, and Monday night. First time ever that there's going to be a Monday night wild card game. For my blowout pick this week, I got the Chiefs over the Steelers. Uh, Chiefs are given 12 and a half. The way I look at it is Pittsburgh barely beat Baltimore. Had it, you know, had to take it to overtime, then need it. The Chargers or the, the Raiders to beat the Chargers, which, by the way, that would have been beautiful if the Chargers and the Raiders tied. Um, I was hoping for that before the game. Um, Chiefs may be streaky all season, but if they could keep TJ Watt in check, they'll have a very good chance to really open this game up early on 
and and put this game out of reach early on. Uh, for my lock pick, I took the Cardinals, who are getting four over the Rams. Rams are banged up. Matthew Stafford, I believe, is banged up with a, a foot injury. And even though the the Cardinals are are one and four in the past five games, um, their lone win was against the Cowboys, a big blowout. What better way to get going than the wild card? Because obviously one and done. So you got to get going this this week. Oop, that was my ankle. <laughs> my ankle freaking popped. Um, so what a better way. And then for my upset pick, I have uh, the Patriots over the Bills. Uh, Patriots are getting uh, getting four. Belichick is just a different animal in the, in the, the playoffs with the Patriots team. No matter who's um, who's quarterbacking, who's playing. This game here, I think, may be the most entertaining out of all of them. Um, this one could come down to the, the final bell. You know, I don't think this is going to be a, a blowout by any means. Bills are good. I just don't think they're there just yet to get over the hump and win some playoff games and get to the Super Bowl yet. And the Patriots, you know, the young team, just like my Philadelphia Eagles 2017, they're playing with house money right now. They weren't supposed to be here. You know, so that's my my uh, blue picks for wild card weekend. Uh, just kind of recap. Uh, got the Chiefs over the Steelers for my blowout pick. Cardinals over the Rams for my lock. And then Patriots over the Bills for my upset. Wasn't going to do it, but I'm going to give a fourth pick here. I'm going to give my prediction for the Philadelphia Eagles, Tampa Bay Buccaneers game. I don't expect to win. It's Tom Brady, um, the returning Super Bowl champions. You know, they got a lot of uh, weapons on that offense. But. There's only one possible way Philadelphia could pull out a win here. Run the damn ball. Run, run, run. My thinking here is if you run the ball, control that clock, keep Tom Brady and those weapons off the the field, wear that defense down for later in the game, which will also keep our defense fresh for later in the game because you know Tom Brady is going to do a late, you know, fourth quarter drive to win the game or, or get them back in the game if we could wear that defense down you know Jordan Howard's supposed to be back Miles Sanders supposed to be back pretty healthy as far as overall as a team that is the only way I see us winning if we lose I'm going to be upset yes but again just like the Steelers we weren't supposed to be here just like the Patriots we weren't supposed to be here. And here we are. I think Nick Sariani should be coach of the year. Again, he was only supposed to win two, three games. And here he's in the playoffs. That's my take. <laughs> that, that's, that's what I'm hoping for a coach of the year. I don't think Devontae Smith's going to get rookie of the year. Um, no one really on a team for comeback player of the year. So maybe, maybe next week uh, I'll give my awards predictions of who I think is going to win. So I think that's going to be it for us this week. Uh, make sure you head over to staytunesports.net so you can follow all of our social media accounts, which is on, like I said, on the right-hand side there. Like, share, subscribe, do whatever it says. More followers, more people could hear us. 
which in turn get some advertisements, more advertisements here, more giveaways, you know, things like that. Head over to www.buymeacoffee.com slash Sports. Just another way to show your support. And also, we still have the STS chat hotline still open. 612-STS-CHAT or 612-787-2428. Tell me what you think about Carson Wentz, Baker Mayfield. Are they one and the same? Who are your blue picks? Who do you think is going to win the Super Bowl? Let me know. Till next week, this is your good friend Jimbo, signing out.